You are listening to the Mumgri Podcast with Lillian Umarunji-Jung and Isabel Alexander. One is based in Vancouver and the other, LA. Two besties from high school spill the tea on motherhood and share what's worthy of your precious time on the gram and Netflix. On today's show, we welcome back Izzy. We gave you a one-day maternity. <laughs> one day leave. And then on our Do It For The Gram segment, we are going to be covering the clusterfuck that is the LA earthquakes, followed by our Netflix Pick of the Week. Here we go. Izzy, welcome back. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How are you feeling? Girl, well, my box is hurting. And <laughs> And I'm fucking tired. And it's oh. been it's been a week. Yeah. So but wait, we're walk here. Us, walk us through it. Walk us through the whole thing. So when did you find out that you were going into labor? Where were you when you found out? Okay, so Tuesday afternoon, I was picking up Marley from preschool. And I was telling one of the other moms, like, I think I'm having contractions. I'm not really sure they feel different than when I had Marley. Like, I don't remember them feeling like this, but they feel like kind of like, like period cramps, Right. whatever. They were like super far apart. Um, they kind of got stronger and stronger throughout the evening. And then at 3 a.m., they started kicking into where I'm like, okay, let me open up, you know, I'm the queen of apps. So let me open up my contraction timer app mm-hmm. and start logging these. Um and I woke up Donald at about 3.30 and I said, hey, I'm having contractions. You need to pack your shit. Because, of course, in typical Donald fashion, he had not yet packed his hospital bag, despite the fact that the due date was like eight days away, nine days away. Okay, so, um, yeah, my stuff had been packed. Everything was already in the car, the baby seat, all that stuff. But my husband had none of his shit together why do guys do this i don't know honestly he's been so busy working that like he just has not had time he just wasn't prepared so Mm. i went on about my business i took a shower i washed my hair came downstairs made some food made some eggs for marley some breakfast and then at like 4 40 ish i woke up marley got her ready um and then by five o'clock we were to the hospital and by that time my contractions were happening you know every five minutes lasting for over a minute um and it had been like that for for over an hour so it was time to head in there um they brought me into the labor and delivery room i already had pre-registered for the hospital so i literally just showed up so that i'm pre-registered they gave me my wristband and then they took me upstairs um they, they print off my stuff. They're like, oh, you're Dr. Ben Yehuda's patient. I'm like, yeah. However, he's on vacation. So Dr. Cohn is covering for him. So that's who you're going to need to call. Yeah. Talk to the nurses. They asked me if I was um, in pain. How was my pain level? Um, if I was doing an epidural. And I told them, no, I'm not. And then they asked me if I had an epidural with Marley. And I told them, yes, I did. And they're like, okay, mm-hmm. like, why do you not want one this time? I said, I just don't want it. And they're like, okay, cool. Well, we have lots of coping techniques that like we can do. Mm-hmm. Um, I had two nurses. One was a guy. The other one was a female. And the guy was newer. He was in training. So the other chick was basically there to watch over him, mm-hmm. which I was completely cool with because it was the same scenario when I had Marley. 
And I actually am still to this day friends on Facebook with uh, the nurse that helped deliver Marley. Oh, yeah, she's awesome. She was like a flight nurse from Tucson that was in in town for Marley. And then, yeah, this one, they were they were awesome. So, Mm -hmm. you know, he let me know that they have like a birthing ball that we can use. We can get the squat bar. um, We can pull up techniques on YouTube. My Mm -hmm. um, bestie, Kendall, had sent me a bunch of like doTERRA oils. And so I had my essential oil diffuser going and I put some oils in that thing and we were just rocking it out. Uh, the contractions started to get worse and worse and worse. By the time they brought me to the room, they were happening every three minutes and they were, they were pretty strong. Yeah. Um, I did get some pain meds and I had to sit down after that because the first dose made me feel like I was drunk, like I was very dizzy. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of passed and then I got back up. Donald took a nap at one point. Marley was there with us. Uh, we put her in her baby scrubs that I bought her from Amazon, which was awesome. They say big sister, they're pink. The nurses loved it. Um, but she was like rubbing my back and, you know, rubbing my feet and telling me to make sure to breathe. Like she was amazing. The nurse was bomb. And then Donald realized that he has uh, the hypervo- hypervolt gun in the mm-hmm. car, which is like a massage gun. Yeah, I didn't know what that was when you posted it on Instagram. I was like, what is that thing? Freaking bomb. So he went to go get it from the car. And so he was using it on my back because the nurse was telling him to apply pressure to my sacrum Mm -hmm. during the contractions. So he would use that on my back. And it was literally like the thing that was helping me get through. And so we got there at five. um, And by 10.20, I ended up like getting in the bed and using the squat bar. Mm -hmm. And 10.23, the doctor finally came. And it was time to push. And then 1031, Marley, uh, Bailey was born. So, yeah, it was it was quick. It progressed, like, basically within Seven five minutes. hours. Yeah, within five hours, like, we were at the hospital. And then we had the baby push for, like, seven or eight minutes. She came flying out. Because she came flying out, of course, I ended up tearing. So I had oh. some stitches. So that was good times. And then... Um, she came out all bruised up. Like she literally looks like she went 10 rounds with Mayweather. Like, like somebody beat the shit out of her. Her face was all bruised. Her eyes, her eyes are freaking, they're still a little bit bloodshot. And that's from the delivery. Um, she couldn't every, wait. She, she wanted to wait be here. here. She came yeah. flying out. Every nurse that like saw her was like, oh, this was a quick delivery, huh? I'm like, yeah, how can you tell? They're like, oh, when the babies come out bruised like this, we know it was a, a fast delivery. Like, I had oh, never heard of this before. I'd never heard of that. No. Wow. So the labor and delivery room was humongous. Literally, mm-hmm. it's huge. It, it's, it's insane. And then we got transferred to the postpartum floor, which was nice because, again, since I had no epidural, I was able to get up and walk right away and do whatever I needed to do. So we went down to our room, which is obviously much smaller than where you deliver mm-hmm. um and um we were down there and they came over to take you know my information or whatever yeah. and um they brought me my lunch and then later on the lady came to take my order for the rest of the time that I was there which is different from the hospital that I had Marley at in Phoenix mm-hmm. you just call you had a menu you just called down to order your stuff yeah yeah so what was on the menu well, my lunch was fucking disgusting. They brought it to me. I didn't have an option. Uh, they were feeding me like stroke people food. Oh, so it was grilled cheese that was hard and nasty. Oh, it was, How do you serve that in a hospital? It's insane. I just, had, I just had a baby. Give me a fucking burger. Like, 
So it was grilled cheese. It was boiled carrots. There was no seasoning, not anywhere in sight. So if you deliver at Providence Tarzana, just pack your hot sauce. Oh yeah. Um, there was mushroom barley soup. <laughs> and some like cantaloupe. Oh, gross. So they came and they took my order cantaloupe for... Cantaloupe is on my top three worst fruits of all time. Just nasty. Yeah, so true. they came and took my order for dinner. And I was like, she's like, what do you want to eat? And I said, well, what are my, my options? She started listing off a couple things. I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll do the filet mignon. That sounds bomb with mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. So it comes for dinner. Donald ended up going to leave to go get me a burger, which was delicious. Yeah. Um, and then he came back. They bring my dinner. The filet was tough and disgusting and the gravy had no flavor and then the mac and cheese was literally like worse than craft dinner oh it was the food was terrible and you're paying for all this right yeah i'm I'm getting charged so i'm gonna need you guys to come with some flavor like i didn't know i had to pack my own seasonings this is (laughs) insane you know if you go to mec they got these uh seasonings uh for camping and it's like an eight ringer and it has paprika it has everything in it and you just put it in your bag i got two of them jesus be some tony satchers because i needed some some kind of creole (laughs) bow seasoning something some damn pepper like can i get a salt and pepper packet so where did you get your burger from so the burger we got from fat sals it's an encino it's a freaking bomb they have um they have like sandwiches, they have burgers, they have like really good Philly cheese steak. I just got a um just a cheeseburger. Uh mm. it was amazing. I think Donald got the cheese the cheese steak this time. His looked really good. Their fries are epic. He ended up getting like a buffalo chicken fries. Mm-hmm. Oh, so delicious. But yeah, the food was so the food was horrible. The the service that I received, the nurses and the doctors were really great. The doctor that filled in for my doctor was amazing. That's good. Um, but the food, and I let the hospital know when they came, you know, how was everything? I said, everything was really great. Everybody was super professional, very helpful. Um, I did not enjoy the fact that Marley could not stay over the, overnight, though. So her and Donald had to leave because apparently what? children under 14 cannot sleep over. What? So it's fine for her to be in the delivery and see my whole coochie ripping. That's fine. But and she can't, she, she can't sleep over. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's so they, they ended up leaving. She was pissed. But I know Donald's back was hurting, so I know he was going to sleep better at, at home in the bed anyways because they had, yeah. like, a small pullout for him. Yeah. But anyways, so I let them know that, um, yeah, everything was great, but the food was freaking disgusting. Fire your chef. <laughs> the okay, okay, so everything was good except for the food. Okay, so it, is there any other comments beside from the food? I'm like, no, just the food. <laughs> Who serves a filet mignon in a hospital? Again. <laughs> They're trying to do too much. The next day, yeah, the next day I had this, like, shrimp Creole stuff. That was actually good. And they brought me salt and pepper packets. So that was great. Um, But, yeah, the rest of the stuff was just nasty. We spent one night in the hospital, and then we were discharged the next day. My doctor had asked me, when do you want to go home? I said, today. (laughs) So it's like, okay, like, yeah, you're fine as long as the uh, pediatrician clears the baby. Right. then you guys can go so pediatrician came uh looked at the baby the lactation consultant and the nurses and the pediatrician all told me that she had a like a, a tongue tie mm-hmm. and that if she is having latch issues when we get home with the breastfeeding follow up with my pediatrician because i might want to have it clipped all right. 
And then she said, like, she doesn't do it in her pediatrician's office, but some pediatricians do it, or they might just refer you out to an ENT. So that was Thursday. We went home. Monday, she had her first doctor's appointment. Okay. And Marley also had her four-year-old checkup at the same time. So we had back-to-back appointments. Uh, my boobs were really hurting. My milk came in, but because of the tongue tie, she's not able to stick her tongue out far enough. So she her latch is trash. Mm-hmm. So she wasn't pulling milk out, um, breast milk out like she should have been. And so I ended up like getting clogged ducks and my, my boobs were hard and heavy and is worse than like typical engorgement. And I told you, like, I literally tried everything. Hot compress, yeah, ice packs, massaging, massaging while I'm using the breast pump, using the hypervolt gun on my boobs while I'm using the breast pump. Everything, nothing was working. Like hardly any milk was coming out. Everything was just getting hard and clogged. And I was probably like, a couple of days away from mastitis. Oh. We went to the pediatrician appointment and they weighed her and um, she had lost another ounce since we left the hospital. So she was born at seven, six Mm -hmm. and we got to the office. She was seven, four. But when we were discharged from the hospital, she was seven, five. So she should have been already back almost to her birth weight. But again, since she's not pulling enough milk out, she's like losing weight. So I told him about what was going on and he basically looked at it and he said that the tongue tie is like mild. He doesn't think it's severe enough to have to get clipped. And I told him, well, my boobs beg to differ. <laughs> and he said, well, I would like to send you for a second opinion to see Dr. Ramirez. Right. So the pediatrician we go to, it's like a group of pediatricians and they have multiple offices around the valley. Okay. She wasn't going to be out my way until next Friday. So literally That's almost too long. The boobs are... Like, no, no, I'm going to yeah. chop off the boobs and throw them away. Yeah. So I told them, where, where, is, where else is she? They're like, well, she's in Pasadena tomorrow, but we, you just had a baby. We don't want you like driving all over the place. I said, I will drive to the end of the earth. What time tomorrow? So they said 2.30. Perfect. Great. Book the appointment. Marley at her four-year-old checkup. I didn't realize this had to get shots. So in the same visit, I have one baby screaming and crying and then another one is being held down by two nurses so that she can get these shots in her arms screaming bloody murder so we're just rolling into mothering two kids just fucking rolling in hot gonna say yeah (laughs) and then uh, i left from there and one of the nurses suggested like oh try it in the meantime try like a nipple shield and i think you had also suggested that too i did it worked it worked for me i was shocked yeah so i went i went to target after and um I pulled up and both kids are sleeping. Mm-hmm. We have like a kickboard thing that goes on our stroller for Marley. But again, like she can't be on that thing if she's sleeping. So that was wonderful. I had to wake her up, put the baby in the stroller. And then now I'm, I'm in Target, like in my feelings, walking through the aisles, looking at these breast shields or whatever, mm-hmm. thinking, how the fuck am I supposed to know what size to get? It's so dumb. No. So I ended up getting the size was the right size. So thank God. But I'm Mm -hmm. literally crying in the aisle thinking, oh, my God, I'm fucking starving. I was starving my kid. Like I have formula at home that I had stocked up on just in case. But I didn't realize that she's losing weight or I would have been supplementing and giving it to her. Like I just felt horrible. Mm -hmm. And then I ended up going downstairs to get some thicker pads because my freaking coochie was on fire still the stitches hurt and I'm literally driving around on a pillow or like sitting on a pillow at all times because I just cannot sit on I anything. I can't even believe that you're driving at this point. Like Dude, this I, is... I had to, like Donald was at work. Mm-hmm. He had to go back to work and I had to take the kids to the doctor. 
So luckily I get downstairs and I, I hear Izzy and I, and it's uh, Leslie, one of the ladies from my body pump class. Mm-hmm. And so I'm chatting with her and she's like, I can't even believe you're like walking around, like looking fabulous. Like I would just be somewhere napping and looking like a troll. <laughs> okay. Let's just talk about that for a quick second. You looked fabulous seconds before birth and seconds after I'm, I couldn't, I mean, I was looking at your Instagram going, my phone would be so far away from me because there would be no photographs, no video footage. Your hair looked like it was just done. Well, I just washed it. I just washed it right before I went. Yeah. I mean, ask me if it looks like that now. No. (laughs) (laughs) Before and then the after. So Leslie, um, actually is a doula. And so I was telling her like my boobs are on fire and she was telling me to get some coconut oil. Mm-hmm. And to put it on there while I'm massaging it because my hands will run better. Mm-hmm. And literally, I, I really believe that she's the one who saved my boobs because I got the coconut oil. Yeah. Um, I went to the appointment for the next, the next day for the pediatrician, the second opinion, mm-hmm. who agreed with me that the tongue tie is moderate and that it should be snipped. Okay. So I ended up making an appointment for Wednesday to have it done at the ENT, like the ear, nose, throat doctor. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, I was still doing the coconut oil massage. And Wednesday morning, I dropped Marley off to school. I came home to pump and then I was headed to the appointment. And finally, after like days of clogged ducts and like threats of mastitis, Mm -hmm. my milk started flowing. And there was so much backed up in there Mm -hmm. that I literally had pumped for, I had pumped for nine minutes and my right boob had shot out over four ounces already. It was ridiculous. And the night before I could feel Bailey, like while she was nursing, like clots being pulled out. It hurt so bad, but I could feel that they were like finally breaking. So yeah, Wednesday, we ended up getting her tongue tie snipped and the doctor assured me that it's not painful. There's literally no nerve endings under there. It bled for a little bit, but that was it. And she was able to eat right away. And it's been a lot better. She's still learning how to latch uh, properly, but I do feel like she's been happier, although she is still a pretty angry baby. She's our little, like, angry old lady. Basically, <laughs> she's my mom. <laughs> Have you told your mom? Yeah, I tell my mom all the time. I'm like, she freaking looks like my mom, too. Like, when she's sleeping, I'm like, look at Louise over here. Just looking like a, <laughs> like a little old white lady. <laughs> yep. So that's it. Yeah, two kids. Oh, wow. Two kids, lots of fuckery. Marley's been very helpful, though. I'm, I'm thankful that she's at an age where... She can like put the binky back in the baby's mouth in the car while we're riding or while well, we're just in the house. Being able to communicate with her, right? Being able to say, Marley, come here and go over here. Like, you know, the back to back situation is it's super tough as well because you have to. Yeah, exactly. To carry the other baby while you're literally Yo. carrying the other baby. Nothing made me feel more like a meme of two kids. Then when I was on the couch nursing Bailey and Marley went into the bathroom downstairs and pooped and she's screaming, mommy, I'm done. So I can come wipe her ass. And I'm telling her like, you're going to have to wait. Like I can't get up. I got a baby on the boob. I just physically cannot move at this point. Yeah. So that was good times. One's eating and the other one is shitting. So yeah, but that's it. So we're here. My sister came. She came into town yesterday. Um, thank God she's here. We Hallelujah. have had... that help is the best thing in the entire world. I've fucking been through two earthquakes since I had my baby, so that's great. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Actually, wait. Before we go forward, I do have to say, just for the listeners who may not know, 
the distance from where you are to Pasadena is a good hour. It took me an hour and 20 minutes to get there and then about an hour and a half to get back. And how long did it take you to get ready? Oh, well, I, I forgot to mention that I had to push my appointment. I had to call because there was no fucking way I was going to make it for 2.30, despite the fact that I was getting ready to leave 45 minutes before. So so getting ready with two kids is... You need like an extra 45 minutes, and then getting ready with one kid takes an extra 45 minutes. So there you go. <laughs> Seven hours later, you're ready to leave the house <laughs> with your 27 bags. We're leaving now. Yeah, we're ready to go. Sundown. Yeah, grab your tablet, grab your headphones. Where's the baby? Do we have the car seat? Where's the diaper bag? I've just abandoned my purse. I just fucking put my wallet inside my diaper bag and that's it. Oh, yeah, I do that too. My diaper bag is my everything. I don't Mm -hmm. have a a purse, nothing fashionable. It's all all in there. Nothing. Um, So now Tama's there and what is what's happening like are you are you sleeping better are you getting naps in how how are you feeling well is your boss better yeah no i mean in typical like amicia girl fashion Mm -hmm. the first day that my sister touches down we usually try and get eight million things done so yesterday we went to cvs i had to get she not like that isn't she like me where she says she doesn't like it but she she was my driver so she knew she had to do it she she's a good sport she'll she always knows that she comes prepared knowing that whatever we're doing we're gonna do like seventy five thousand steps in that day okay. new baby or not nah. okay. and uh off we go so we went to cbs we got the vitamin d stuff we tried to go to costco to buy gas it was back the fuck up to the street because again of the earthquake but we'll, t- we'll touch on that in a little little while mm-hmm. uh then we went to target the baby hates the swing that we had it was too upright it didn't recline so I took it apart. We returned the swing. We exchanged it for another one. Mm-hmm. We left there. We came home. We ate. Then we ended up going to Burlington. And um, I ordered a sewing machine because my sister wants to make some little baby-like turban hats while she's here. Aww. So as we are going to Burlington, we saw Joanne's fabric. So we, we whipped into the parking lot, got some fabrics from there. Then we mm-hmm. went to Burlington, bought some stuff, left there, went to Walmart. I'm trying to like organize our room because the baby's in our room right now. And there's just like baby clothes and stuff everywhere. Mm. So I got like a little thing of drawers to put her stuff in. Today we're organizing. So we got home, it was like, I don't know, 10.30 at night. It It was a long day. Bailey slept good last night though. She's been doing about three and a half hour stretches. Oh, that's um, really good. So she only cried like really once last night. She slept really good. She'll wake up nurse and then go back to sleep. She hates sleeping on her back. Uh, so mm-hmm. that's great. She wants mm-hmm. to only sleep on her side or on her belly while she's on top of somebody. So that's been oh. good times. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you find that you're able to sleep or do you find that you're just like awake because you've got adrenaline rushing feel- through? I feel like I'm a I'm like awake or when I am sleeping it's not a very deep sleep because I'm thinking you know you hear like the phantom cries even though the baby's right beside you. I wondered if that went away with the second kid. Like I wondered no. if with the second kid you kind of went okay well things are okay. No, We've been I think this. I think with the second kid you're just even more alert and just it's just worse. So you just don't sleep. Uh, yeah. 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 And how are you, how's your diet? How are you feeling in terms of food and stuff? Are you, do you have an appetite? 
I do have an appetite. I'm really happy that I can finally eat onions again. I couldn't eat onions my whole pregnancy. It would make me sick the entire day. I would literally oh. be like puking the whole day, even if it was yeah. the tiniest, the tiniest piece. Uh-huh. So I'm happy for that. I had my first glass of wine. What? Uh, Girl, that you're was amazing. <laughs> Although I had poured a glass and then Marley came running in the living room and kicked my glass over and it went all over the carpet. Luckily it was, it was white. Like it was yeah. a Prosecco. Yeah. Uh, so I had to pour another one, but yeah, that first sip. Woo! <laughs> Felt it in your toes. <laughs> yes, honey. It was so delicious. I could have drank the whole bottle, but then I would have been useless to anybody. I feel like Prosecco is the return drink. Almost every single. I never had it before. Really? Yeah. My... Was, I remember when I came out or when I came back into liquor world I, I prosecco was like my go-to and then i asked a bunch of other people and they're like oh yeah prosecco was my introduction dude it was so delicious carly left it here she bought it to have at disneyland and they didn't end up drinking it and so she's like pop that prosecco once you have the baby so that's what we did nice. it was delicious nice. i'm looking i'm also looking forward to a beer a dark beer because the hops helps with yeah. uh, milk, milk production mm-hmm. so get me a guinness or something now, I was talking to my parents about siblings and, you know, having multiple children. And they were saying that sometimes kids tend to have a little bit of jealousy and resentment towards each other in the very beginning. You're not noticing any signs of that. Marley's loving no, and she's, caring. She's been so good so far. Uh, I'm really, I'm really happy about it. And again, I think it's because, you know, they're further apart in age. Like, they're four years apart now. Yeah. So... She's been awesome. She's very loving. She wants to hold the baby all the time. She's very watchful. Mommy, the baby's crying. Mommy, the baby's moving. Mommy, the baby's making noises. Mommy, what's the baby doing? <laughs> She's still a nurse. She's yeah. in her role. Yeah. I love it. Aww. Oh, dude, yeah. And then when we were at the hospital, they were like, oh, are you going to be a nurse? You want to be a nurse? She's like, no, I want to be a doctor. Ooh. Oh, okay. <gasps> Snap. Okay, palm tree shade. <laughs> speak your mind speak your mind wow so it's been good but she's yeah people like will go places and people will be like oh are you the big sister yeah oh she's She's been ready she's already like in character she's ready i love it um are you uh uh oh wait no sorry we should actually jump into the earthquake because I'm realizing that uh, we're on the only day that there hasn't been an earthquake. There was two back to back, right? Yes. Oh, there so, was. Well, there was more than two. So but let's that just I talk felt. about how this came about because we were on the phone together. On the phone, like, what are the chances? Yeah, and all of a sudden, I'm like, I, oh, shit, I was so, I was so worried. We're talking on the phone, and Izzy just goes, um, "I think there's an earthquake." Yeah. And like, I didn't know what to do. I was like, wait, what? You're like, yeah. Yeah, I gotta go. Um, I gotta yeah. go. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta go. Well, and here's the thing. We, we are in an apartment complex. Then we're like in the middle of the complex. It's just one row of townhouse style apartments. So, mm-hmm. and we're close to the airport. So sometimes like you'll feel a little, it'll shake a little bit when there's bigger jets flying overhead because there's literally next the street next to us is a 
private airport mm -hmm. and then the garbage trucks go up and down the back alley so at first i thought oh it's just a garbage truck or like maybe it's a, there's a bigger jet like maybe yeah. the kardashians are going somewhere or who knows yeah. and then everything started shaking and my fucking wine glasses are underneath the cupboard and one of those hanging things the little racks that you kind of slide them on mm -hmm. things started clanking together it's like oh okay. shit it's an earthquake Bailey was sleeping. Donald was at work. I grabbed Marley. I said, put your shoes on now. Uh, we went into the doorway downstairs and I'm like, this isn't going to work. Like we need to go outside. So we ended up grabbing our stuff and going outside. And when we got to the stairs, like our neighbors were also going outside. Yeah. And then Marley was all concerned after how, that. How long was the shaking for? It probably was 30 seconds. So that one was a 6.4. Okay. Um, and then Marley was using the earthquake as an excuse for everything. Oh, <laughs> I said, can you go and put this in the garbage? Oh, I don't, what if there's another earthquake? The kitchen is right there. Just go. Oh. Yeah, so traumatizing. She doesn't want to be by herself, right? The next yeah. day, and Donald was at the gym. He didn't feel it. And then, you know, I text Kiona and Audie. They didn't feel it either. They're a little bit further south than us. Mm -hmm. um, the next day, we're sitting on the couch watching TV. And it was shaking harder this time. And it was lasting for a long time. So we each grabbed a kid and started booking it outside. Marley was sleeping. Bailey was sleeping. Donald grabbed Marley. She didn't have shoes. I grabbed the shoes. I grabbed the diaper bag. I grabbed the Ergo Baby Carrier. And out we went. Donald had no shirt on. He had must have grabbed a shirt in the fuckery. We go downstairs and I put her shoes on the floor so she can put her shoes on. This mm -hmm. dude is putting on his shirt, then pulls a fucking, oh, a, pulls a plum out of his pocket, starts snacking. I'm like, oh my God. Okay, don't need the plum. At least. I, I, that's at the, least that could be the last snack. plum. You got to save that thing. It's <laughs> putting enough, it enough for all of us. Oh my God. And everyone was outside? Was the Everybody of... was outside, yeah, already when we got there. So we kind of just waited because, you know, we wanted to see if there's shit was going to start crumbling. And then literally we're outside for two seconds. The earthquake is done and the people on our street start lighting fireworks and fucking firecrackers again. Because it was 4th of July? Was no, it? it was not. It was not at this point. It was 5th oh, of so they're July. Just, 5th of just... July. It's over. Stop it. Nope. Well, here's the thing. So... Then I messaged you to see how you were doing. Yeah. Um, and you proceed to send me memes and jokes. Yeah. And I'm like, what's wrong with you people? <laughs> I would have been the first person in the car to Costco raiding the place. And Dude. yes, I did say Costco. It was yep. the one and only time in my life that I would go to Costco is when shit hits the fan. I'll be the first one there with a skateboard and... A cart going down the aisles, picking Dude. up all the big bags of everything. I mean, literally. So then, wait. So you went to Costco the next day, and it well, was crowded. I right? tried. I tried to go get gas, and the gas station was freaking ridiculous. So we had this new gas tax pass in California. Mm -hmm. So the gas already is already high as hell, but it went up even more. And Costco, as you know, is always cheaper than anywhere else for gas 
prices. Yeah. Yeah. So um, everybody and their mom was getting gas. It was so bad that I told Tab, I'm like, fuck this. We'll just go somewhere else because this was backed out to the street. And our gas station is very large. Like I said, there's about nine or 10 rows of pumps. Mm-hmm. And most of those rows have three pumps per row. So it's usually flows pretty quickly and there's not really a big lineup, but this was just people just lined up to turn into Costco parking lot. Um, and when we were at target, I ran into one of my chicks, uh, Christy from my body combat classes, and she was stocking up on her emergency preparedness stuff as well. So she had a cart full of like jugs of water and then canned goods. And I was telling my sister, yeah, I got to up my canned good hoarding. Yeah. We, we've had one earthquake since we moved here almost three years ago. And I started stocking up on things here and there. Anytime I'd go mm-hmm. to the store, I'd just grab like one can of something. But then I kind of fell off. I yeah. need to, we need to have like a kit. And do you know where your neighborhood emergency field is? No, you I have should... no idea. Yeah, I think, I think you should look at that. Cause that's, I know the one for where we live. Um, but that was something I didn't even know about until until I moved here like I didn't even know that that was a thing I didn't even know that was a thing my sister was asking me about where's like the meeting place for our complex and I said well I assume it's in the carport area like the parking lot in the open Mm -hmm. because that's where everybody was yeah like our landlady was there with her kids but it was I mean it was crazy so we we, shows you like you need to have a plan because if this would have happened again and Donald was at work and it was really bad and like cell phone towers are down. We have no plan of if shit hits the fan, this is where we're going to meet. We will yeah. go there and stay there until the other person arrives kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, well, yeah, we need to start carrying waters in the car. We need to have small emergency like prepared kits in each vehicle as well as in the house. Um, they have, like they have really good kit. ones that uh, I, I did see some at Costco, but they also have them on Amazon where oh, you can Amazon. get like. That's the good. ones with the silver jacket and yeah. the space food and everything's in there. Yeah. Wow. That's yep. scary. My my friend sent me a, he lives in LA and he sent me a video of news anchors um, in LA, like local news channel, reporting the news while the earthquake happened. And uh-huh. I mean, I won't lie. It's the funniest video in the entire world because one of the news anchors is like, uh, Billy, I think, uh, I think we should get under the table. <laughs> And, and then he and then he's trying to just stay with the reporting of the news and he's looking around and he's going uh i i think the studio's gonna be okay um you know what it's it, it's still going guys i think we're gonna get under the table now like he's just giving the full report on everything they're doing but it's so funny like it's it's terrible i mean i guess you have to laugh when he can't cry because it's yeah exactly tragic dude yeah. the dodgers were playing uh the Dodgers game was going on during the the quake and you could see people in the upper shot like the upper bleachers seats yeah. whatever like evacuating yeah oh wow the people in the upper room they were getting the hell out of there but the <laughs> players were still playing but twitter oh my god the freaking twitter was on fire like instagram was on fire i was posting memes i posted a meme of land before time with the great earth shake and it was you know little foot's face was like ah and i posted the caption this how you feel when there's an earthquake and both kids are asleep oh well we talked about how people do crazy things 
during moments like this, like they make confessions and go half on another baby. Yeah, man, this is craziness. Debauchery takes place. Oh, um, but another thing popping on the gram was big news about the Little Mermaid. Yes, Holly from Holly and Chloe uh, are is well. She's going to play Ariel, which is a huge deal. A huge deal. So I don't people think are, this has ever happened before. People are in uproar um, about this. Like yeah, they said, the, they said oh, the, she <laughs> should be white. They should, she should be white. Like somebody posted a meme and it said, "This is the." the one who truly deserves like to be the little mermaid it was kylie jenner and she had red hair and somebody commented they said there's already enough plastic in the ocean oh my god yeah the stuff is the stuff has been crazy like people need to calm the fuck down first of all this is a mythical character but people people have been saying oh well how would you feel if um if a white person was playing somebody like it, like Princess Tiana. Okay, well, the, the Little Mermaid is a not a real human. It's yeah. a fictional character that's half fish, half human. It, it like there's nowhere anywhere that says that she's supposed to be white. The only requirement is she has red hair. So whether she has red fro, dreads, silky hair, it doesn't really matter. Lace front. <laughs> Caucasian people have been playing Egyptians in movies for forever, and let's not forget, you know, the blackface yeah. era. So, yeah. or what's her name, uh, Elizabeth Taylor? Yeah, let's be Cleopatra. Okay, Come Sir on Ben now. Kingsley, Gandhi. Let's not forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot out there. You know, Princess Tiana, Princess and the Frog, and Pocahontas. Those are and Mulan. It's culturally significant for those to be characters and actors of those representations of different cultures and races because it's about Native Americans. It's about mm-hmm. black people in New Orleans. It's about, you know, wherever Mulan was filmed. The best thing I saw online was uh there's a comedian called Zoe. He's he's on that uh that Nick Cannon uh Wallin Out. Wallin Out, yeah. So he's he's so funny. He's hilarious. But he he posted this dream cast for the Little Mermaid, and so these are the characters that that they came up with. So um, Ariel is Hallie, of course, and then Idris Elba plays the dad, and, they, and he had this photo of like Idris with his shirt off, looking you know amazing, like amazing like the dad, and then Michael B. Jordan as Prince Eric, oh and God. then Lizzo as Ursula, and then. Uh, Miley Bobby Brown from Stranger Things is Flounder. Oh my God. And then Zoe, of course, or Zoe as Sebastian the Lobster. I love it. And well, everyone cr- was like, he's just a speak crap. it into existence. Like, just make yep. it happen. <laughs> yeah. If that was the cast, that would be the best ever. Like, that's, a, that's an amazing crew right there. I hope it will be the cast. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with all the other characters. Oh, and by the way, Sebastian the Lobster was Trinidadian. Just for Wait. anyone out there who was confused. Sebastian the Crab. The Crab. Yeah. yeah. Lobster. The Crab. crab. The, cr- the Crab. The Crab. The, other, <laughs> the other crustacean. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw a whole thing on it where the guy who voiced it was like, I'm from Trinidad. People have been saying that I'm Jamaican. They for years. They need to figure out what my accent is. It's more sing-song. It's not... It's, it's, it's 
that's my accent. So my God. Just so people know. Just so um, you know. Yeah, and uh, I guess we have our Netflix pick of the week. Now, before we get into that, I just have to say, this is our 10th episode. This is huge. Just for the anyone who's wondering how difficult it is to schedule a podcast into your life when you have children, it is very mm. hard. The amount of times that we call each other back and forth is a lot. Um, but what I'm just so grateful for is that we always push through and we make it happen. No matter Great. what. No matter what. You didn't even want to take off last week. That was the crazy part. I was like, uh-uh. You I, know, are I, was not like, I feel like we should record. I was like, no. Rest. Jeez. The least I can do is try to be better than the uh, whatever U.S. maternity. Gosh. One day. Just one day. Rest up. But no, yeah. you, you wanted to record last week, so no, everyone should know that. we had to... I'm ready to go back to work, too. So, I mean, it is what it is. Oh, see, well, this is the thing. I was like, I bet you anything she's, like, teaching a class right now. No, no. I mean, like, back to my, you know, my, my desk job. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm not going to be teaching for... Let the for, box rest up. The box, <laughs> the box has to rest up, dude, before we... Oh, my gosh. I just have to say, you called it a broke-down palace. That was dude, the funniest. broke-down palace. <laughs> Nothing will be entering this broke-down palace, okay? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, so, wait. So, have you had time to, to turn on the Netflix? Yes. Okay. So, we all know that Stranger Things Season 3 has just dropped. Um, I was not in on this like craze i hadn't watched it before but i just started watching season one and now i'm hooked it's so good i'm so excited to watch it i'm waiting for justin went on a on a dad retreat and so he's been gone all weekend but i i can't wait for him to come back and and watch that and then also of course big little lies because let's face it i'm addicted i still need to binge that it's gonna be a good one you're gonna love it. You're gonna oh, you're gonna wish that all the episodes were out already. Well, I'm gonna have to binge it all in, in one week because you know I'm gonna, gonna do the one week free trial mm-hmm. with my 35th email address. <laughs> <laughs> do you just keep adding a digit? Like is it like Pretty Isabel much. Alexander one? Isabel Alexander. Pretty two? much, because they don't they don't send anything, you know, verification or whatever. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, for everyone who's been listening and sticking with us, we thank you so much because, you know, this is a labor of love. We really do just want to be able to connect with everyone and talk about things that matter and give you great recommendations so that your day feels a lot easier and you don't think as much because let's face it, that's all we do. And we just appreciate all the comments, all the feedback, all the love and all the suggestions. So keep that coming with us. Email us, hello at Mumgree. Hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Mumgree. Everywhere. Stay Mumgree. And stay Mumgree. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And if you have a funny labor story or some shit that your significant other did during your labor that maybe pissed you off or made you laugh, please (laughs) comment on our post and let us know. We want to hear from you. Stay with the conversation and stay Mumgree. Stay Mumgree.